And with high school football in South Dakota, few guys better to talk to than the man on the tires, tires, tires fan line right now. Uh, he is, I called you the dean of South Dakota high school football coaches because uh, it's you know, 40, 41 years you've been going on now in the last decade plus at Roosevelt. Kim, is that fair to say? Do you think you're the dean of South Dakota football coaches at the moment, active ones? Let's just say I'm the oldest that's still trying to coach. I don't know. <laughs> Dean is a little too much prestige for me, I think. Yeah. Millbank, Rapid City Central, Washington High, then Adina, Minnesota, back to Roosevelt. Um, and, and you've only been a head coach, correct? This is your you know correct. one job, head coach, track coach, and educator. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, for those that don't know, you you are a track and field coach, and so all of your athletes had their season taken away from them. And I, you're you know, you're also a physical education instructor there. So, how how have the your students and student athletes how have they been handling all that process? It's hard. Yeah, it's really hard for them, um, especially the athletes. I feel really bad for the spring sports kids. You know that. For a while, we were kind of teasing them that we're going to have that state track meet at the end of the year, and it didn't, you know, it didn't happen. And you know, I, I heard a little bit about your previous conversation too. And I, I guess our biggest concern now, um, uh, as a school and, and as an athletic department, is what, are we going to have anything next fall? Even uh, you know, things have to start to change here pretty soon. We have to see something happen with the curve, you know, and the the number of cases. Uh, has to go down here pretty soon or, or we're going to be uh, in the same boat by August. Uh, things have to start to change here pretty soon for us. School uh, would almost be out now for Sioux Falls a couple of weeks mm-hmm. away, um, actually a month away for, for most of it. Uh, but we're getting close to June 1st. What normally are you doing with uh, the high school football program once June 1st hits? Well, we have workouts every morning pretty much in the summer. Um, we have a, a, a practice on Monday and Wednesday after weightlifting for an hour and a half, usually. Uh, we'll have a camp in June, the Legends Camp we'll go to, and then we have our own camp in July. Um, a lot of our kids, especially kids that are going to be seniors, are going to the one-day tryout camps at all the different area colleges uh, in this five-state area to try to get uh, maybe earn a scholarship or get an offer Um in the summer, that's not going to be uh, easy to do now. You know, the colleges can't even invite kids on campus, I don't think, anymore. Yeah. Um, so the recruiting side of things, I feel bad for the kids that are hoping to maybe go on and play at another level. Uh, we've got a handful of those guys at our school every year that uh, are being recruited pretty hard. And I've talked to some college coaches about our players, and, you know, they, they can take my word for it up to a point, but they want to – see them on campus and they want to see what they can do personally and they can't do that now and so i don't know i mean if it's going to affect if we do have a season in school next fall i think college coaches are going to have to go back to the old days and actually come and watch games uh because they're not going to get them on campus over the summer and uh, make any offers or make any decisions there so um but right now we are uh we're using the zoom uh, meeting method to try to meet with our players uh, twice a week. Uh, we go every Tuesday and Thursday in the afternoon, our offense on Tuesday, our defensive guys on Thursday. And um, I have a quarterback meeting on Monday and it's all done, you know, um, on our computer screens. And uh, so it's, it's a very different way 
of communicating that we we're just not used to yet, and you know we're still learning how to how to do that the best way. Uh, we had our first Zoom meeting about uh, two weeks ago, and I had just put together a little PowerPoint that I showed all of our players, and you know, not all of our players were on the meeting. You know, we had fifty or sixty guys. You know, we have closer to ninety or a hundred. You know, right now that we usually have involved. So it's a hard way to try to communicate. We're not a hundred percent, you know, talking to all of our kids, you know, and we can't, I don't feel like we can really drive to their house right now and invite ourselves in and talk to them about things. So, uh, you know, but we're trying to, you know, talk to our kids about how to be the solution, part of the solution and not the problem, you know, how to be a, a good citizen, you know, in your city, in your state, in your neighborhood, and uh, we talked to him about this is bigger than football. It's bigger than sports. It's bigger than anything else we're doing. We People are dying, you know, and so we have to make sure that we're doing our part to try to shorten that, and, you know, lower that curve and shorten that time where we're back to normal. And uh, it's really, I don't know, it's hard because you see the NFL and you see that some of the colleges talking about, well, when we're back playing again, and the PGA is talking about playing in June already. You know, I think we're jumping the gun. I think we have to be a little more responsible about we got to take care of the people that are in danger here and that, that might, you know, their their lives are in danger. And we can't forget about that, and we have to make sure that we're not making it worse. We have to make sure that our young people especially understand that we have to be part of the solution here. So that's what we're trying to tell our kids about and it's at the same time we're trying to you know show them some things on offense and show them some things on defense on their computer screen to try to get them ready and i don't know how it's going or how it's going to go but or how long it's going to go but you know we're just i think we have to send the right message to our students and our athletes right now kim nelson joining us he's the head coach sioux falls roosevelt football and uh PE teacher at Roosevelt as well, track and field coach. It is Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN.com. You know, that final minute there is kind of answering the next question I had, but I'd still like to come at it from this angle. We all, we're all sitting and waiting, and we're listening to health experts, and we understand it could be a while. Some people feel that because there's not as much travel involved and there's not air travel involved, especially in a place like South Dakota, and in Sioux Falls particularly, you, don't, you rarely have to go out of the metropolitan area to play your games. Um, but we also know there's been a major outbreak within the last few days. Who knows what, where things will stand in August. You're feeling just personally as a coach, on on having football again. I mean, whether and this is even outside of school. We understand you can't have football, you can't have sports without school being in session. But you're feeling on just guys getting together and playing football, sweating, being near each other, the stuff like that, uh, and what it would take for you to feel comfortable with that to happen. Just yourself personally. Yeah, it would take a lot for me to be comfortable. I mean, the information that I've got right now, according to the CDC and all of the medical experts, tell us we have to stay in small groups and we have to stay apart and keep some separation and, and not breathe on each other. You know, while playing football, we're breathing on each other pretty seriously. And we're really close together. And we're in the locker room together. And if one kid is, is uh, you know, a carrier... Our whole team is going to get it. You know, there's a really good chance. It's very contagious from what I'm told. And 
I'm not I'm not comfortable taking that risk right now. I mean, I I, I want to play as bad as anything. You know, all of them, all of my coaches. We've talked about it too. We've had coaches meetings online too, and we love football and we love our players and we want to see them and we want to work with them. It's what we do, you know. But I don't want to be responsible for one person catching the coronavirus. I don't think that's responsible in my part. Um, I don't want our program to be involved in anything that might risk somebody's life. And I know, you know, that young people are probably able to fight the virus off better than others. But, you know, if I got a kid that has asthma or somebody that has other, some, some underlying problem we don't know about, I'm not going to be, I would not be responsible for, um, you know, putting them at risk. I don't want to do that. And I, boy, when I look at having to maybe miss a whole season of football, it, it would kill me. And I, and I don't know what I would say to our senior players except what I just said to you. I, I just can't put myself in a position to feel that maybe we were responsible for that person getting sick mm. and somebody else maybe worse than that because we decided we had to play our games. Mm. You know, I, yep. I, it's really hard to, for me to say that. You know, I haven't missed a season in 41 years or longer. If I go back to my playing days, 50-some years that I've had a football season every fall. And just to even imagine that we might not have one is really hard for me to mm. even think about. But yeah. for me to be responsible for somebody else getting sick and maybe causing someone to die, that's that's more than I can I can comprehend. I don't want to put our players in that position. I don't want to put our coaches and our school in that position. And maybe I'm overstating it right now. Maybe I don't know, but I haven't seen enough improvement uh, or reduction in the number of people getting the virus. It's going up in South Dakota, especially in Sioux Falls right now. I'm going to have to see. I'm going to have to see a better, a bigger change than than what I've seen. Well, we, maybe I don't have all the information yet. We really appreciate your thoughts, Kim, and to sure. try to leave on a high note because we have to go while everybody's watching these uh, classic instant replay uh, sports games on TV. Maybe you just go pop in an old tape from the late 90s at Washington <laughs> and watch Matt Zimmer play in his rare reps he got in a varsity game and maybe <laughs> that'll fill the void. I don't know. You're, uh, you're, yeah, you're yeah those are all good memories. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. Appreciate <laughs> it. Thanks, Kim. Yeah. You bet. Sports Talk with Craig and John. Five o'clock hour coming Coming up, including USFAD Pam Golan on the big decisions facing her. And on a lighter note, OBJ versus Trent Williams. Who would you like rather see the Vikings trade for next on Craig and John? Goodbye, Aberdeen.